Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Lindsay McCaw. We recorded this last week in Rodney, Michigan at Earful of Fiddle Music and Dance Camp. Quick Tall Poppy String Band announcement. We released a music video over at The Bluegrass Situation. I'll link that in the show notes for this episode. Go check that out. All right, stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with Lindsay McCaw. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. That's so nice. Lindsay McCaw, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. (laughs) Because you were in one of the Get Up in the Cool Lost episodes uh, back Uh when I was trying to interview Corn Potato. Yes. And uh, in our wild days. Yeah, in your wild days. I'm sure you're very sedate and calm now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it was, uh, you all came to Philly. Uh, and did a square dance yes, and you did. like rocked the house. It was so great. And then you all deigned to like, uh, come do more work to come do a recording session, uh, afterwards. And, and I think you were, you had the sense to be like, 
no, I think I'm good. <laughs> and then you like kind of like came in for like one song and kind of flitted yeah. in and out. <laughs> well, I was um, I had the rare opportunity to visit some awesome old friends in in Philly that night, and then I think that also I think maybe you had thought maybe one of us would play or something. And I, I don't think remember. that Aaron and Ben sort of teamed up and we're like, we're going to do two banjos at once and yeah. you're going to play banjo too. And we're just going to, yeah. and I think maybe, maybe it was just one too many banjos. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but I think it also looked like a lot of fun when I did come in. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that's in the, in the secret archives. Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to do something that doesn't quite work to figure out what does work. Yeah. That's definitely part of my artistic process. Okay. Uh, what things did you have to rule out before you decided to learn fiddle tunes like this? Well, the saxophone, for one. Okay. Because, you know, when you're a fourth grader in, in a lot of towns, but in Dubuque, you know, they... They say, "All right, time to get your instrument. Come to the, come to the gymnasium." Right. And um, we were late, so I was like last in line, and all they had left for band was saxophones. So I got handed my saxophone. Is that not what you would have chosen? <laughs> no. What would you have chosen if you had your remember. druthers? I don't really remember. Probably the timpani or something. something yeah. Cool, you know. But um, yeah, I played saxophone for like a year in fourth grade. I didn't like it because it made my lips hurt. Sure. Or, or they made it made it feel weird. Yeah, that seems like part of the deal. You have to have any embouchure kind of instrument. Oh, they're so hard. Do they even call it that with yeah. saxophones, embouchure? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't make it that far. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I also have ruled out trombone. I had a short time, uh, a short trombone career. Played with the Bread and Puppet Band and various other ensembles. You played trombone for money? No, um, it was more like for... Um, Clout. <laughs> I'm sorry, I give you a hard time. No, no, it was like um, we were we were touring, but we never really made any money. So that's, I guess, it was more for like, um, this, you know, for the people. It was <laughs> trombone for the people. The That'll be the parenthetical um, episode of the, the title for this episode. <laughs> really throw people off. <laughs> Lindsay's um, back yeah, with the trombone. Yeah, I love playing trombone. It's so fun, but I never practiced enough. And at some point, you know, after two songs, I would lose my lips and just be like i don't know but it's so fun it's such a cool instrument it's so cool yeah it's the best mm-hmm. i i played the the sousaphone in high school <gasps> yes. and i think it's really cool but no one really taught me how to play it i didn't know what tonguing was until like a year in because they're just like we need someone for the starlight parade i was like i'll do it oh, <laughs> i capable of saying no yeah um and I still have back problems. So you ruled out saxophone and trombone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything else that uh, might that well, that you tried to fill the musical artistic yeah. impulses? Uh, well, I, I I played piano for a while, and I still do, but it's in the privacy of my own home yeah. that I play piano. And what do you, do we get to know what you play when you uh, are playing privately? Oh, I love to just go through the like fake book and play like the old. Yeah. Standards like Moon Glow and, um, you know, uh, uh, a pretty girl is like a melody and. Oh, uh, I don't know either. I don't want to set the world on fire. I know that one. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smile us uh, or um, laugh clown laugh is one of my new favorites. Wow, is it? It sounds mean. It sounds it's from bullying. Some old musical. It's it's great. It's like very sad and kind of 
and it feels like a theme from you know it's like even though your your heart's breaking laugh clown laugh oh wow okay oh my god some like pagliacci of can, yes, kind of stuff yes, yeah exactly. and, and a lot of people i think can relate but doctor <laughs> uh this is okay so i feel like you're kind of hinting at um some like pop kitsch kind of aspects of yeah. your your artistic output uh i first saw you perform with Oh my god, I've forgotten the title of the, the name of the band. It was for the Neotrad at, at Clifftop. Oh, was it the Ruchi Tucci and the Ragtime Shepherd Kings? Thank you. Yeah. I don't think I could have pulled that back. <laughs> yeah, I could uh I uh it was Ruchi Tucci and the Ragtime Shepherd Kings. Yes. That's the first time I ever saw you outfit. perform. And it was uh so arresting and so interesting. <laughs> I had never seen anything like that before. Between that and I know that you do puppetry and that kind of thing. And you, yes. I, I feel like you, uh, a part of your artistic life is about performance and kitsch and theater a little bit and not necessarily the kinds of things that we're just, that we're planning on doing today. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I, um, I do do a lot of things that are like that. Um, some of it's goofball stuff and, yeah. and some of it's, sometimes I do like street theater things that have to do with um, like justice movement stuff, which is a little less about just being a goofball, but it's a lot about bringing energy to us. Sure. Which is it's cool. subversive goofballness. Yes. Yeah. And, and all that stuff is really fun. Um, and, and like old time music, I think is, you know, there's definitely a, a whole range of it that is total goof offery and, you know, the tradition of drinking too much and playing loud and yeah. goofy lyrics. But I also think uh, old-time music is, like, for me, a little bit of a fun thing that's, like, a little more, like, restful or something. Like, yeah. I don't have to, like, plan it out. I don't have to, like, you know, um, rehearse the jokes and, like, right. you know, you don't have th to think too hard about it beforehand. You just There's no paper mache involved. There's no paper mache involved. <laughs> it's great, yes. It's, like, a simple and it's, like, a little, like, of a comforting thing to do with people. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, I, one of my goals on this show is to have people on and to have them play their, um, Spencer and Reigns introduced me to this concept of uh, come play your kitchen music. Oh yeah. You know, come play the music that is non-performative unless you want to like come perform that you could do that. You know, some people are on all the time, but <laughs> I yeah. I like that you're you're bringing your restful mm -hmm. uh, no sequins music to this. If you change your mind and you want to bring out sequ sequins at some point or yeah, something although, flashy, honestly or for me sometimes it's the same, it's the same music. But yeah, yeah. Not, not always. Well, I I I hate binaries and dichotomies, so thank <laughs> you for <laughs> addressing that. Uh, let's play another tune. Sure. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Um, maybe since we were talking about goofy stuff, well, I, I would play one that's sort of more of a, um, what I think is like a jolly tune. Sure. Um, fun on purpose. Yeah, fun on purpose. And uh, I was thinking that it would be fun to play one called uh, the Silver Lake Polka. Yeah. Which is, um, it's it's a polka, but it's not as, uh, it doesn't have as many parts as some of the other polkas. It's a little more restful. <laughs> But um, I, I learned it from my uh, pal Jesse Downs, who plays in a band called 
uh, Kickapoo Joy Juice, I think that's what they call themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, um, I've heard of from, Kickapoo Joy you know, Juice. a handful of, of tunes that I've learned that are polkas, and I, I love polkas. Great. Let's polka. Let's do it. One, two, The drawback of the banjo. Uh, oh my goodness. What a fun on purpose tune. That's mm-hmm. so great. Yeah. And how common in a polka is that rhythm? Ba ba boo ba boo ba dee da da da. Is that common in polka music? I think so, yeah. Interesting. I guess I'm just sort of ignorant to that. It feels um, a little bit more varied, a little more sa- saucy. Oh, polkas do all kind of cool things. Um,. And yeah, that one's great. I love the dig a dig a dig dig dig. Yeah, great. Um, and that one that one's pretty fun because I think it's simple. But I've also tried to learn some pretty complicated ones. Um, and actually, recently, I was playing polkas on the accordion, which I'm not a great accordion player, but I use it as an instrument for puppet shows because it it provides this like you're wearing the instrument and you can still do other stuff and then go back to playing it. How could you still do? Oh, just because it's, it's like it's on, on you. you. Okay, so you're not like, like a really puppeting and... I, I wasn't puppeting, but I was doing lots of other instruments, Foley instruments and sound effects and stuff. And yeah. then, um, and the accordion is just, it's just great for that because you're wearing the instrument, you can do stuff, and then you can just go back to playing it. And it accompanies itself. 
Yeah. So I play these polkas for this puppet show, and it's so funny because there was one guy in the audience that came, and he recognized a couple of them. Yeah. And I'm always so appreciative when someone so like, recognizes a, like, a polka by the, name. Oh, yeah. yeah. You played the hoop de doo polka. I'm like, yes, I did. The hoop de doo. You're the only one that knew. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually a guy I know. He's a drummer that we, we play music with. But hmm. I appreciated that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, while we were like while you taught me this tune off record really quick uh, before we started, um, I was like, is this like a Mexican tune? Cause to me it sounds Mexican. Uh, but you were kind of explaining to me that it wasn't and why it might sound that way. Yeah. Well, speak on that. Yeah. I mean, my understanding of this is, you know, I'm, I haven't spent my life studying it, but I mean, I know in, in North Mexico, there was a lot of like Czech and German immigrants. So yeah. I think that like, the mixing there of some of that, you know, European polka music, but also with whatever music was, was there at the time. And, and then how it developed once it got there is it, there's a lot of polka stuff from that part of the world. And I I think that this one, I learned it in Minnesota and I don't know the exact origins of it. Um, but it sounds to me like a, a Midwestern polka. And like, you know, some of the other things that I know from the Midwest come from like, um, oh, there's these great polka bands and like Whoopi John Wilfart and these like Polish, German, Czech. Could bands. you say that name again? Whoopi John Wilfart. He, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. He I had heard a it band. Right. He was a he was a yeah. famous um, polka band leader in Minnesota, and it's so funny because I started playing fiddle music in my twenties, and um, I had some contact with my Minnesota relatives, Western Minnesota, and I played a couple tunes for them and they like tolerated it. But then I played the Helena Polka from the playing of Whoopi John Wilfart and his band. And they were like, Oh, you're playing music. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it, was, interesting. It, was, it was like, finally I had played something that they recognized. Yeah. And that was so funny to me because I didn't realize, but yeah, of course they grew up listening to that on the radio and stuff. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, the, the polka, you know, there's like, the, it's comes, there's all these different types of polkas. And actually we've been playing, I've been playing some Hawaiian guitar music mm. and some of the stuff in the Hawaiian guitar repertoire yeah. is maybe not called a polka. Some of them are called like a march or like, yeah. um, a stomp, but they are like polka form. It's like these tunes that have like four parts. They change keys yeah. for each part and sounds like a polka so it's like maybe it is a polka yeah <laughs> i think i really liked about this tune is it does this thing and again maybe i'm just maybe i just have too small of a polka box mm-hmm. um and that's on me mm-hmm. um but i'm here to learn <laughs> uh is it does this thing where it goes on a five chord does it go to a four there is it like if you were playing that on accordion, would you play a? Uh, I guess that would be a D chord. I think so. You know, it's funny because I haven't really accompanied it, and you'll have to forgive me if my brain can't wrap around that right now. But that's fine. That yeah, sounds, that sounds totally correct to me. Yeah, you know that they, like they soft some... resolution. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if we are doing the four there when I play it with um, people I play it with regularly. Maybe I just ruined it, it. I think it's no. I think it. I think it's kind of a passing chord, and I feel like sometimes people do it, and sometimes they don't. Actually, right. On that. They just sort of gesture at it, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you know, the melody 
sort of hints at it at least. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's interesting because it's so usually, I guess when I think about polka music, I think about one, five, one, five. And yeah. I like this like little sentimental moment in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really sweet. Well, you would pick something like that. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fancy, <laughs> fancy sentimental mm-hmm. person. So that's great. What it's got gonna... something for everyone. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> You've, got my number you read me mm-hmm. <laughs> on my own show uh well let's play another tune what's, what's uh, next sure let's see what's next um oh i was a uh, one that i thought if you you were talking about kitchen music and i was like oh yeah this is one that i always think of as being just kind of fun and relaxing to play is um this tune called the lost hornpipe the lost hornpipe yeah and um it's um no, I don't know what makes it a hornpipe. Probably, probably nothing. But uh, it comes from like the, um, you know, music of the, of Kentucky, um, uh, compilation recording that um, oh, I'm gonna forget everybody's name. But it comes from this uh, player called Charlie Kinney. Okay. And it's there's this old recording. Um, it's a little scratchy, and there's it's a slightly simpler version, but it's this really cool tune. And then I sort of have mixed it with various versions of it that i've heard okay sure. friends play over the years yeah and it's it's cool you know it's like i just want to be like forgive me because i've just sucked everybody's version together into uh-huh. one and like <laughs> that's what happens sometimes that's what happens sometimes you know sometimes i'm like i want to play it just like that cool old recording right. and this one i was like well i couldn't stop the flow of like influence yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> so this is like this version the of the extra hornpipe. lost hornpipe. Yeah, this it's extra lost, yeah, or it's it's gone on a it's on a, it's on sabbatical or something. Yeah. Journeying and discovering itself. <laughs> <laughs> sabbatical. <laughs> okay, anyway. It's a gap year. <laughs> yeah, it's a gap um, uh, I'm gonna yeah. write the gap year hornpipe someday. That's, yeah. That sounds great. Um okay, let's do it. Um Thank you. 
also really sweet. Lost Hornpipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which do you do you know or remember at this point which which things that you grabbed from friends as opposed to from did you say Charlie Kinney? Charlie Kinney is yeah. the source um and I feel like I was listening to people play it at Clifftop and there's like um the kind of like uh like adding a few more notes into Oh that. sure. Yeah. Cuz I think the original is kind of like It's yeah. just a simpler melody, which is still cool. It has this cool thing going on with the melody, even the even the um, sort of simpler version. But I just I kind of like the little extra notes and sure. kind of made it a little more driving tune. Yeah. And then also hearing it with because the original doesn't have this like complicated banjo part or, or driving banjo part, and so hearing it with that. And I think I think I actually heard I can't remember who it was somebody playing it late at night with one of those. Um, Nylon string, like um, minstrel banjos or, yeah. or, or, or a gourd banjo, maybe. Yeah. And it just sounded so cool. And ah. I was like, oh, that tune sounds so cool. I wish I had mine. American Airlines lost lost mine. Mm. <laughs> I mm. would have it now. Mm. 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 Wow, they lost They lost. They lost my banjo. banjo. <laughs> Why, my tack head, like minstrel banjo, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'm so pissed. <laughs> Where is it now? Hopefully in Detroit, I think, but no one knows. Maybe at the they haven't told me. the luggage museum? <laughs> Maybe probably. It's in Detroit. I'll go get it for you. Okay. <laughs> I, I at this point, yeah. There. Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I want to stay happy and positive. <laughs> um, sometime you, you and I will play that, and I'll have a attack head. Yeah. That is so cool. Um. Yeah. Those are cool sounding instruments. Um. Yeah. Interviewing. Awesome. Well, we have time for one more before we talk about where people go to. Um, support your music and follow all the things that you're doing and your other music adjacent things that you do creatively. Um, so what are we going to play before we do that? Um, well, um, I thought that a fun tune to play uh, would be the Dallas Rag. Okay. And I don't know this one. I was just stuck in Dallas. Oh wow! <laughs> for like 20, 20 hours. Oh boy! You're sending me back. Great. I'm sure it's hot there. Um, uh, I, um, I'm sorry for that. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm obviously still needing to process my traumatic air- airport experiences. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those tunes. It's a raggy tune, but it's a, it's not one of the like most craziest ones. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Um, and I've always thought it was just kind of of it as kind of just like a fun tune great and like a jammy tune you know yeah. as opposed to when we were like try to hang with this crazy tune it's yeah like this one's like it's in four parts four this. keys yeah. yeah okay cool what key does it start in at least um i think it starts in f it's in the great. key of f <laughs> cool <laughs> major <laughs> for those of you who are learning the jazz symbols that's that's one finger down <laughs> Thank you. 
the the Dallas rag. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's so lovely. It's a cute one. Yeah, yeah, and that is a little bit more of a hospitable jam rag than than some rags. Less of a buster and more of a uh, muster. A muster. I had to muster. Yep. But I wasn't busted. <laughs> Mustin makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, before I make any more Ghostbusters references, um, where do people go to uh, give you money for goods and services? Follow all the things that you do. Well, you know, honestly, um, I'm not the most connected into the uh, into the the internet world person, but I'm also not the least connected yeah. person. Um, I, and you're connected to people who perhaps are more connected. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to hear some of the, I guess we just played a couple tunes, but, um, I have recorded some of those tunes with the corn potato string band yeah. and we have a website called cornpotato.com. Yeah. And you can listen to all that music there. If you must own a copy, then you, do you ever get like agricultural or like food, food industry folks like i wish write you up and be like i don't understand what's going on here we absolutely would love to represent corn or potatoes if anyone out there would like us to do that it would be our dream okay great um you heard it here you heard it yeah putting it out there yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) yes uh but um and then also i have a band called the ruchi tucci and the ragtime shepherd kings which I'm honored to be a part of, and we, the coolest band. It's so cool. I, I agree with you, but I wouldn't expect everyone to have that assessment of it. But um, that's why it's cool. We get to go on tour this year um, in in July and August, and um, you can catch us at the Old Tone Festival, yeah. which is an awesome festival. Just want to plug that whole thing. We're also gonna go to Blackpot, I believe. So. Oh, cool! Great. Although, if you're listening to this, not like. When those things are already over, I guess that's a moot point. But do no, check I, out... No, I'm going to post this probably so- soon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then um, do check out Ruchi Tucci and the Ragtime Shepherd Kings on the internet. We're at RuchiTucci.com. Yeah. And we've done some interesting stuff. We did a project of Maine folk songs. Oh, cool. Um, Timmy Finland, who is um, the ukulele player and awesome man about town, uh, grew up in Maine. And um, so we were sort of honoring his home place his ancestral homeland we did some um music that came out as sheet music yeah kind of bringing the sheet music to life and i also got to do an impersonation of melly dunham maine's fiddler yeah so i got to wear some like woolens and a mustache and play one of melly dunham's awesome tunes cool that was fun (laughs) so there's some drag elements in the the show awesome Um, and uh um (laughs) a lot of mustaches uh yeah you should check it out it's on our some video of that is on our website. And then I also have a band now called the Bobble Islanders and we are based in Detroit and we are uh, on Facebook as the Bobble Islanders. And Great. that's maybe fun for people. You know, we've been making some wacky videos lately. Um, we play Hawaiian guitar. Yeah, guitar, cool. Fiddle. Ah, um, I, so I cool. mostly play the Hawaiian guitar and the guitar and um, and it's really fun. We get to do all the fun 20s and 30s and 40s tunes. And then um, I also have a puppet company called the Flying Cardboard Theater. And we are also doing things. And um, if you're interested we in checking this out, some people in the old-time world are um, 
in, interested in crankies and contestorias, and yeah. we are doing a cranky and contestoria fest in Detroit now. What's a so, contestoria? A contestoria, thank you for asking, it's a, an, an ancient form of street theater where a narrator sings or tells a story while gesturing to elaborate painted banners. Oh, cool. And it's um, a <clears throat> similar form to the cranky, which is like, you know, a narrator singing or telling a story with a scrolling picture show yeah. rather than just a series of banners. Um, but it's this ancient form that's been had had it had its roots all over the world, and um, people are still using it today. Cool. It's wonderful. Anyway, so we we do a festival um, of that form in Detroit, and it's cool, and you can check it out. It sounds really cool. I want to see that. I would say it's one of the coolest things. Yeah, that's why you're doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that. I got to have you on the show again, and I think this one's going to stick. I think this one's going to take. <laughs> I'm re- I was more prepared, and we're in the right environment. And uh, it was so lovely playing tunes with you. And I can't wait to hang out with you for the rest of the week. Yes, this is really, truly an honor to be here. It's so fun for me. Um, I feel like – so I've lived in Michigan now for – like nine years almost. maybe we didn't say we're at earful of fiddle yes, in at, rodney michigan yes yeah. we are and yeah. um and i live in detroit now um but it's taken a little while for me to live here to feel like i've gotten to know some of the michigan fiddlers yeah and be part of the club yeah. and i mean i don't know if i'm quite part of the club yet but this feels like a big step to being <laughs> part of this awesome club of yeah. super awesome people yeah they're cool yeah i want to be in the club too i'm trying yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to move to Michigan. I got to, but. <laughs> yeah, I got to call a square dance last night, and the band that was backing us up was amazing. Yeah. It was like half dancers, half band. It really was. Yeah. And that, that was like, I, I was just like, I'm in a room full of people that are all doing what they want to do and having yeah. fun. So that's that's great. Yeah. How often can you say that? Um, Yeah, I like to say that as often as possible, but, you know, yeah. you really got to think of those moments as special. They are. What do you want to play for our last tune? Oh my! Um, let's see. Launch for a potato. Whatever you follow your stand in your truth. Follow your bliss. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I knew what my bliss was at every moment. You know what I mean? That's oh yeah. Thing.
Corn Potato String Band and Ruchi Tucci and the Ragtime Shepherd Kings are both going on tour this year, so keep an eye out for those announcements on their websites. Links to those sites and the Bablo Islanders and Flying Cardboard Theater are in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. You can order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional Clawhammer banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.